I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Under the category of anxiety disorders, we have. Generalized anxiety disorder, which I covered last week, and we also have phobias, panic disorder, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Since I won't be able to cover them all, I have decided to educate my audience on hoarding disorder, and to be more specific. This is a fairly new type of disorder, and I'll explain why in a few minutes. So, before I go ahead with it, let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery, so take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment. To plug into the greater energy of the universe, feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe, all is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and exhale out loud with a sigh. 
And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Well, I am sure you will agree with me that it is easy to watch the popular reality TV shows about hoarders and make a judgment. The scenes of clutter and garbage piled so high that the house is barely habitable trigger feelings of both disgust and pity. You may ask, how can people live? Like that, it's disgusting. Now, this is what many of us ask when we see this, and we struggle to understand the situation, how someone can let it get so bad, and how they can refuse help. From the outside looking in, it is easy to judge, isn't it? But difficult to understand what is really going on in the mind of a hoarder. So, what is the relation between OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and hoarding disorder? Traditionally, hoarding has been seen as a subcategory of OCD. OCD is a mental health disorder that is characterized by obsessive thoughts, most typically about bad things that could happen to the sufferer or their loved ones. The obsessive thoughts are followed by compulsive actions that they believe will keep the thoughts in check, or Prevent the bad things from happening. The compulsive behaviors are often part of a rigid routine and are repeated regularly. So, for, for example, someone with、um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, might feel compelled to turn a light switch on and off ten times before going to bed at night. So hoarding, in its own way, is also a compulsive and obsessive type of thinking. Hoarders struggle to get rid of personal belongings, even seemingly insignificant items like junk mail or recyclable plastic containers. The items would pile up in the house. And even when it becomes unlivable, the person refuses to throw anything away. Mounting evidence is indicating that hoarding is not the same thing as obsessive compulsive disorder, and that it is not a subtype of the disorder either. So recent research is finding distinctions between the two. And has led the new fifth edition of the DSM Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders to include a separate diagnosis for hoarding disorder. A recent study. The results of which were published in the archives of General Psychiatry.
It has shed new light on the brains of those who exhibit hoarding behaviors. The study led by David Tolan from the Institute of Living. The study scanned the brains of people identified as hoarders and those with OCD, as well as normal controls, using magnetic resonance imaging. Uh, in short, we call it MRI. Over 100 people participated in the study, including 43 hoarders, 31 with OCD, and 33 controls, meaning they are neither hoarders nor OCD sufferers. So the study participants were told to bring a pile of junk mail from home. While undergoing the brain scans, the people were shown pieces of their own mail as well as pieces belonging to the lab. They were then asked to make choices about both types of junk mail as to whether it should be kept or shredded. The participants who had been identified as hoarders chose more often to keep their own junk mail than either the OCD or the control participants. Well, of course, the hoarders would choose to keep more was not surprising, but as they made the choice, the MRI picked up interesting brain activity. It shows that the brain activities of the hoarders differed from that of both of the other types of participants when trying to decide about keeping or destroying mail. The hoarders' scans displayed extra activity in a decision-making region of the brain called the anterior cingulate cortex. They also had more activity in the insula, which is a part of the brain related to negative emotions like shame and disgust. Now, that's really an interesting and significant discovery from the study. So what does it say about the hoarding brain? What the research re illustrates is that hoarders really struggle to make decisions, especially when those decisions relate to their personal possessions. Hoarders' brains give too much value to their things, which makes it extremely difficult to throw them away. Even when to the rest of us, they appear to be junk and valueless. Although not to the same extent, the hoarders exhibited difficulty deciding to throw out the junk mail that did not belong to them. The research also helped to explain how all hoarders are able to live in extremely dirty conditions. While certain regions of the brain were overactive when making choices about the junk mail, the hoarder brain overall showed less activity than the brains of the control and OCD participant. This may justify the ability to live with unbelievable amounts of clutter or even garbage and to not be bothered by it. 
the lower activity is similar to what is seen in the brains of people with autism, who are disconnected from many aspects of the world around them. So, in other words, hoarders may similarly be able to disconnect from their dirty, disgusting surroundings. The research is important in many ways. It gives those of us who are not hoarders the ability to understand people who are, to empathize with them rather than to judge them, because they are not lazy, they are not disgusting or pathetic. Their brains simply work differently. And the result is that they struggle greatly to dispose of the things around them, because when they do it, it gives them anxiety. In a way, hoarding is a compulsive mental disorder. Now, it's not like many of us hang on to treasures and memorabilia from the past. But our homes are not so overwhelmed with clutter that it becomes detrimental to our health and safety, let alone our sanity. Well, for some, they are not so lucky because individuals who are obsessed with collecting anything and everything has become a danger to themselves and others. Often hoarding co-occurs with substance abuse, including alcohol, nicotine, prescription, and illegal street drugs, and it tends to bring a lot of shame because it's not as if they don't realize that they need to clear the clutter. And a lot of times, hoarders who have young children, the children will be. Negatively impacted because they will feel the shame, and they don't get to invite friends over to their house. So, what is it? What is hoarding disorder? Hoarding. Well, more specifically, compulsive hoarding. Is characterized by two parts. The first is the accumulation of things that have little or no value. The second part is the inability to part with things that the hoarder has accumulated. Typically, hoarders pile up old newspapers, food cartons, cans. Mail, lists, notes, clothes, garbage, and other debris. There are also instances of animal hoarding, where an individual collects and houses dozens to hundreds of like cats, dogs, and hoarding usually begins slowly, but builds over time. As the mountain of items increases, making passage through hallways, bedrooms, bathrooms, garages, and other living areas more treacherous, the disorder progresses to a point of nearly no return. 
Now hoarders cannot and will not freely give up their possessions, however inconsequential they are, or how unsafe and unsanitary their environment has become. Without professional help, even a cleanup crew comes in and removes the debris and clutter. The hoarder will just start to accumulate again until the problem. Reaches the same level of impending disaster. So, just how prevalent is this disorder? Is it widespread, and what can be done about it? Hoarding is a serious problem for the individuals involved, as well as their family members. Like I mentioned earlier, particularly、uh, when.、Uh, The hoarders have small children. It doesn't discriminate according to age, gender, race, socioeconomic status, religion, or any other differentiator. Statistically,、um, unfortunately, there are no good numbers as to the extent of compulsive hoarding.、Um, I don't remember where I read it. One percent of the population, meaning affects up to two million people in the United States. So, what about in Australia? And don't quote me on that. The last time I read a figure was around four hundred thousand people that are affected by this、uh, disorder. But I'm sure when you tally up. The affected family members of compulsive hoarders, the numbers increase exponentially. Now let me circle back to why I said earlier hoarding a disorder is fairly new. It is because, in line with recent findings from a number of reputable studies. Like the one that I shared with you earlier, the American Psychiatric Association decided to designate、uh, the disorder as a distinct form of mental illness only in May of 2013. It's also in the same year, 2013, according to the definition established in the new version of the DSM-5. People with hoarding disorder have a conscious, ongoing urge to accumulate possessions, as well as corresponding feelings of anxiety or mental anguish whenever those possessions get thrown away. So you may ask, why? Why now? It was in two thousand and four. A review being published in the American Journal of Psychiatry concluded that people affected by compulsive hoarding is different from people affected by OCD in several important respects. So, from the hoarding perspective. Examples of these differences include a relative lack of awareness regarding the condition's real-world impact, 
a relative decline in overall mental function and an increased likelihood of having co-occurring mental health conditions such as personality disorders, anxiety, or depression. So compulsive hoarders also typically have certain genetic characteristics that clearly differentiate them from people with obsessive compulsive disorder. Remember, I also mentioned earlier that the hoarders' brains work differently. In addition, two of the treatments most commonly used to treat the symptoms of OCD, a form of psychotherapy called CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and antidepressant medications called SSRIs, they don't work very well in addressing the symptoms of compulsive hoarding. But don't worry, next week I will share with you the treatment for this disorder, hoarding disorder, and what are some of the causes of it and the personality traits of hoarding. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com.